All right, and welcome back to Sin 90.7 FM. You're listening to Youth and Loud, and tonight in the studio we've got Jared and Glenn Munzo and Johnny. How are you guys doing tonight? Yeah, good, man. Good, thank you. I'm doing very well. Cool, cool, cool. Good, good to hear. Um, so I guess just to kick us off, why don't you guys tell us um, a little bit about yourselves and what life looks like for you at the moment. So um, starting with you, Glenn. Yep. Um, so life looks for me now. So I run a program uh, called the Youth Youth Program, um, helping youth, young people um, get off drugs and get their life on track. Um, so I run that through my gym. So I own a gym as well. Um, I do personal training, do the training. Um, yeah, so... That's yeah, life is good, you know, inspiring people, helping people. Um, just yeah, it's all about giving back. So life's really good at the moment, so good good stuff. And what what about you, Jerry? What um tell us a little bit about yourself and what life looks like for you at the moment. Um, life for me at the moment it's it's much broader than what it was. Um, I've been in Glenn's Youth U program for four months now. And uh, I'm currently four months clean off of drugs. Mm. Congratulations. Um, thank you. And um and yeah, training every day, um, just enjoying life like a, like a normal person should be. Yeah, awesome, man. And it's an awesome privilege to have you in the studio here tonight, Jared, um, just to share a little bit about your, your journey. Um, so I guess I understand that uh, recently you were on the front cover of a local newspaper. Yeah. Um, just And they, they, they wrote an article about the, the journey that you've had and the freedom that you found coming off um, this addiction to ice. So what was that like for you when you were approached by the local news um, paper? What did they, what did they say and how do you, how do you feel about that? Um, it was actually Glenn that, uh, that teed, uh, teed up the interview and um, I, I, was all, I was all for it. I was fairly keen, uh, keen to do the interview uh, just to get my story out there and um, just to show people that it can be done. Hmm. Um, and how, what was your response, Glenn, when you heard that Jared became free of this long-term addiction? How did you respond to that? Um, just really happy for him. You know, I knew he could do it from the start. Um, always believed in him. Um, but yeah, just to see see it all, you know, come together was just, you know, really awesome. And it's always inspiring and really cool to see these guys, you know, from when they first come in to where they are at now. So it's, yeah, it's always really cool to see. So I guess um, you've got a bit of a privileged position, Glenn, because you get to journey with people in a sense, um, get to see them coming from a place of struggling um, with drug addiction, but then see what they go through and come out of that to be in a place where they're free from that. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, so like, you know, Jared now is definitely a big leader in our group and, you know, he's inspiring people to get off drugs um, and people look up to him now um, in the group. Mm. And, you know, through his, you know, article, um, there's been heaps of people contacting me and inspired by his story and, you know, want to do exactly what, what he's done. So, yeah, it's always good to see that transition and that transformation. Um, and, Jared, can you tell us a little bit about a little bit more about the journey that you've had um, from going from a position of being a regular ICE user to being completely free of that stuff. Uh, tell us a little bit about your journey. Um, yeah, look, it, it's, it's been a long one. Um, I, was, I was using for, for eight years. Um, the last four years were pretty much every day. Um, and uh, it's... It's hard. It's it's a very hard thing to to kick. Um, it's something that 
uh, people really, really struggle with. Um, and I, I definitely went through times where where I definitely thought that um, it was going to be me forever. This is, like, this, this is how I was going to be. Um, and the, until I found the, the program and, and Glenn, um, it's, it's, it's been amazing to, to see that I, that I can do it. So what led you to taking uh, drugs in the first place? Um, it, it, it started off as a social thing, just with, uh, with friends, you know, eight years ago. Um, and then doing it more regularly, more often, uh, became a, a dependence thing eventually, yeah. And was there like any particular reason why you kept taking uh, drugs specifically, or? Um, uh, I would say there's a reason. Just, just the dependency. You know, after, after taking it for so long, you kind of you, you, your body uh, depends on it. So, yeah. Mm. Um. Would you say that it's it was mainly a. Uh, a physical dependency or a social dependency or a mixture of both? A mixture of both, yeah. All right, so we just cut to a song break and when we come back, we'll continue uh, chatting to Jared and Glenn. So the next song is The Bricklayer's Story by The Mighty Mighty. All right, and welcome back to Youth and Loud. You're listening to Sin 90.7 FM and in the studio tonight, we've got Jared and Glenn talking about drug addiction and recovery. Now, you also just listened to the Bricklayer's song by the Mighty Mighty Bostons. It's a good song. It is a good song. Uh, so before we just got onto the um, discussing about uh, what influences uh, or how uh, drugs and ice in particular influenced um, your life, Jared. Yep. Um, so going a bit onto that, how did it influence your relationships with other people? Um, relationships with other people, it, it, I kind of stayed within my group of mates that I was using with. I didn't, I didn't venture out and meet new people um, because it was a, a thing to, it was a different thing to go out in public looking the way you were and the way you, you know, were, uh, were on drugs. So we kind of stayed, stayed within our own little group. Mm. So does that mean that when you take drugs, you sort of become a bit more ingrained in your social group because other people don't understand and will judge you because of it? Um, possibly, but it's just going out in public on, you know, when you're being, uh, when you're on drugs is, is a little bit, um, not, I wouldn't say frightening, but it's, you're worried that people will look at you differently and people will know and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. It must be easier in that sense, uh, being, like being with your friends then. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Would you say that that was a positive thing? Or, like, was that, like, I suppose what I'm trying to ascertain here is, do you think that because your friends were doing it, you saw that that was more acceptable? And um, do you think, like, are you still friends with your friend, with those friends now? No, I'm not. No. It's, it, it'd be too hard for me to go go over and see them and if they're still, still using, you know, I don't, I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm going to relapse, so... I'll just I kind of stand clear. So just on that, do you, would you say that, I guess, part of breaking your drug habit involved moving away from a close circle of friends and sacrificing those relationships for the sake of getting better? Definitely. That, that's exactly right. That's exactly what's happened, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't associate with the people that I used to use with anymore. 
um, for for that exact reason. I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm going to relapse. If that's the case, what was the point at which you made the decision to say, hey, I should get off uh, ice and get off drugs? Um, well, I've said that a couple of times, probably th- three times. I think I had a, had a had a decent crack at it, and um, the last time was when I met Glenn. And um, the the decision to get off drugs then was it was either now or never. But like, well, I suppose what were the what were the factors that led you to decide that the, these drugs are no longer doing what they were doing to begin with? Um, it was just it, it it had gone on too long, and there was family. Uh, family was a big factor. Um, I was breaking my my family's heart. My my mum, my two sisters, um, and and that, and that was hard to see. So, yeah, it 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 came to a point where I just had to stop. Mm. So now that you've uh, met Glenn, how quickly? Well, I suppose, how long did the process take to start recovery and eventually get to where you are now? Um, well, I started the program four months ago. Um, and, and yeah, I've, I've been going to training every day. Um, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn's an awesome bloke to be around, you know. Uh, the, the vibe that he gives off is, um, is absolutely unreal. He makes you feel welcome. Um, and it's, it's like a family down there, down at the gym. It sounds like the... Uh, introduction of being in the youth you program sort of helped offset your social anxiety yeah for sure definitely I, I've met I've met new people down there in the program that are that are absolutely awesome people that are coming off drugs as well so uh, so it's nice to, it's nice to socialize with uh, with different people again so would you say that um, part of the reason why you were able to come from a place of being addicted to ice and being completely free of that was the community that exists at the Youth U program and not just, I guess, the programs or the training, but also the group of people that surrounded you? Yeah, definitely, for sure. Um, yeah, like I said, the people down there, they're, they're, they're awesome and we can all relate to each other. And, and yeah, like I said, it's, it's just like a family down there. It's really good. Yeah, and, and that community is really important, you know, taking them out of that negative environment, putting them in a positive one that's, you know, encouraging and, you know, pushing them to be the best that they can be is always really important. So community is, is massive, um, especially, you know, when they come from a place where they only know people that are doing drugs or they you know drug dealers, to put them in a, you know, a place or an environment where there's fit, healthy people or people working on themselves, that also pushes them to be in a position to work just as hard as everyone else. Um, but that whole community feels what we're all about, um, and that definitely helps them as well. You know, gives them that sense of belonging as well, mm-hmm. and and gives them that that connection because you know that's what's missing at the start. You know, we lose that connection, so we look for it somewhere else, um, whether that be drugs or whatever. Um, so when they come to the gym or in the program, you know, it's all about reconnecting them as well and putting them in a team where you know they like you know they're respected and treated as a person. So. So part of what happens at the youth group program, do they get assigned to a particular team or do you just mean the um, the whole community in in general? Um, Just the whole community in general. Um, You know, for me, you know, when I was coming off drugs, I only hung around drug dealers and people that use drugs. Um, So I, it was hard to, you know, be positive and that's all I was around. So I always wanted to build up a positive environment, you know, and, you know, make these guys be around people that they looked up to. So being in a positive community and environment is really important. And you get that both from the youth you program and the people at the gym. 
Um, it sounds like you're doing an absolutely uh, fantastic job, Glenn, with the Youth U program, um, not only with the training, but also, as you mentioned, providing um, a positive environment, providing a community. Yeah. Um, awesome job. So would you say that there uh, were stages of, I suppose, your transformation uh, from being someone who uh, used drugs regularly to someone who no longer needs them? Or rather, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, there, there was definitely stages. Like like I said, I, I've, try, I've tried to get off get off drugs three or four times. Um, and I, I got off it for maybe three to four month block periods. Um, and three to four. Um, so you, you got into a, a three to four block uh, period and then I suppose you started taking them again. Yeah. Um, so based on that, like what, what made you start taking them again? Was it just you thought, oh yeah, I'll try it, try it again. I won't get addicted this time because I uh, stopped before or what was what was the thought process? Yeah, it was. It was, um, it was more of a case of I thought that I was cured, so I, I would go and socialise with my old friends again who were who were still using, and um, and I would be around it for a couple of hours, and then uh, then I would just give in. So and and then the cycle would start again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll cut to another song break, and this is the Bricklay story. Um, no, it's not. We just played that song, sorry. It is not. What we are going to listen to is Dog and Bone by Salt and Steel. And stay tuned on Sin 90.7, and when we come back, we'll continue this chat. That was Dog Plus Bone by Salt and Steel. You're listening to Youth and Loud with Jonathan. And Pete. And? Glenn. And Jared. And tonight we're having a bit of a chat with Glenn, who heads up the Youth U program to help young people come off drug addiction, and with Jared as well, who has recently um, become free of an eight-year ice addiction. Um, so, Jared, I guess when you did um, make that decision to get off this ice addiction, did you find it um, difficult? Did you isolate yourself? Uh, yeah, for sure. I, th- I think that's what you have to do um, until until you find a new group of friends because you, you can't you can't go and hang out with the same people that you were using with while you're trying to get off it. It's just, it's just too hard. But um, eventually comes a time where where you you do start to miss your friends uh, because you're on your own so much and you get bored and you get lonely. Um, there's that possibility of going back to, you know, and and hanging out with those friends to. Um, to yeah, just to see them and and see what, see what they've been up to. But so I guess in the midst of that, there were times where you felt tempted to reconnect with your old group of friends who were also using, but you knew in your mind that you couldn't do that. That's exactly right. Exactly right. And it's 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 a hard position to be in as well because you want to see your friends, but you you want to stay off the drugs. And but yeah, it, it's actually really really tough. So, Glenn, I suppose that's why you focus so much on community. Yeah. Yeah, within your program. Yeah, definitely, because, you know, people get bored, people, yeah, miss their friends, and, you know, sometimes we feel guilty if we're getting off drugs and our close friends are still addicted. We, you know, we want to help them as well when we need to put ourselves as our number one priority at the start. Um, So, yeah, the community is always massive. um, So they're around positive people. Um, it's, It's really, you know, changing that environment. So, 
um, your I, I know that the YouthU program is mainly a gym-based program. Give me an example of a typical session. All right, so it's it's so it's holistic. So gym is one aspect of it. Um, so it's about you know moving around, getting fit, um, exercising, giving them an outlet, um, which is the gym. Um, and then we do mentoring um, side as well. So we run mentoring classes twice a week where we sit down, um, we write down goals, we figure out, you know, what our blockers are. Um, it's really about, you know, exercising the mindset, getting that strong through, you know, a lot of tools um, and also getting their life on track. You know, for some people that's, you know, writing a resume, looking for jobs, um, but it's really about giving them tasks and keeping them focused on what they actually want to do with their life. Um, Drugs, getting off drugs would sort of be the start. And then it's, you know, how can we build up your lifestyle? How can we make you happy as a person? Mm. Um, so you're really, I guess, interested with the Youth U program having an influence on young people which affects the whole of their life yeah, and not just a part of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, if we could, you know, wrap it up in like one word, the Youth U program is about making you happy. So to look at yourself in the mirror and, and be happy as a person. Uh, be happy with where you're at, be happy with what you've got. Um, you were talking about tools, Glenn. Yeah. Uh, Jared, is there any particular tool that you've found in your recovery that has uh, really helped you or stood out as more useful? Uh, yeah, I think, I think um, belief is a big one. Um, Glenn brings off this vibe as well, like, and, he, and he speaks about it a lot. Like, believe in yourself, you know, you can do it. Um, and oh, there's... there's too many tools to, to even mention like it's there's, yeah. there's so many that, that help uh, just in life in general yeah mm. and you know having someone you know when they come in you know or you know so some of them question themselves you know do you think I, I can and you know because i'm like yeah of course like you know that's that's easy like we can definitely do that you have to you know do this 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 and all and and we can do it um but a, for a lot of them it's yeah putting that belief changing their belief system making sure that they're confident and they believe and even just having someone believing them that they can actually achieve that goal as well is important uh jared before you started taking drugs would you say that you um believed in yourself to the same extent that you do now um no Go, going through what i've been through i think um it, it it's a hard road it's a tough road and um it it builds um it builds a good uh um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you get a stronger mindset. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I could tell because you're making these gestures. Around <laughs> yeah, around like, yeah. Oh, it's this thing about my head. <laughs> I feel like I'm stronger in my mind. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, mindset's definitely is, is something that we all need to focus on and, and exercise because at the end of the day, um, you know, that's what's going to make us you know, see these issues from a different angle. It's about having that positive mindset. It's really important. So based on that, do you feel confident that you'll never take ice again? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Being in this program has really, really helped me um, get that positive outlook. And, um, and yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 100% sure that I'll, I'll never do it again. That's really good to hear. Yeah. Like, how long did it take you to come up with like to know in yourself that it it wouldn't happen from like when you thought it in the program and when you knew it. Um, probably I would say a month into the program, I was I was really enjoying my training, really enjoying the mentoring sessions, um, and even even on days I didn't want to go and train, I still went and done it. So yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Only a month. Yeah, it's about it's about yeah showing up and 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 doing it. You know, there's times where you know everyone can relate to not wanting to do something, but 
you know, we, we still have to and, you know, and showing up every day and, and, and doing what, what you have to do. So, so you're really saying that, I guess, uh, part of being involved in the Youth Youth Program is making that commitment to go on a regular basis and part of coming off drugs involves persevering. And as you mentioned before, Jared, sometimes you might feel like it, sometimes you might not, but it's about pushing through anyway yeah. um, until you get to that point where you, you have that breakthrough. Yeah, definitely. Um, all about the routine and yeah, that's that, that's the key. Alright, so we'll cut to another song and when we come back we'll have a bit more of a chat um, with Glenn, particularly about his influence and discussions that he's had with, with parents. Okay, so the next song is Get Back Up by Toby Mac. And welcome back to Sin 90.7 FM. You're listening to Youth and Loud, and we've got the awesome privilege tonight to have a chat with Jared and Glenn um, about drug addiction and about the Youth U program. Um, so, Jared, what would you say? Um, there might be some young people listening to the show who might be struggling with a drug addiction, or they might have a friend or a family member who is struggling with a drug addiction. What? What would you say to encourage those people, to give a sense of hope to those people? Um, definitely, uh, the help is there uh, if you want it. You, j- you just have to want it. Uh, anyone can do it, I think. Uh, just takes a lot of, a lot of hard work. Hmm. But um, I think, it, and don't stop trying at, at one thing. Always try and look for something new, um, a different way to try and get off it, whether it be like meetings or counselling, um, or whatever it might be. If, if that doesn't work, try something else, try something new. So you're really saying that if someone is struggling with a drug addiction, that it is possible that they can do it, no matter who they are or where they've come from, it is possible. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it it, it is challenging. Um, but it's just about having that mindset that, that, that you can do it, you can make it through. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure. So... Um, you said you go, you can keep going to like multiple different places, uh, for help. Did you go anywhere else aside from the youth youth program to, um, help you or? Yeah, I did. I, I, I tried, uh, going to NA meetings. I tried counseling. I tried hypnotherapy. And that's uh, narcotics anonymous just yes. for those of you who don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I tried the NA counseling, uh, hypnotherapy. Uh, I tried, I tried all those things, uh, and just doing it, I tried doing it cold turkey. Um, and none of those things really worked for me um, until I walked into Glenn's gym and um, really felt a connection with Glenn, um, being a being a, a ex user as well and 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 whatnot. Um, uh, it it was good to relate. He could relate to my story and I could relate to his, and uh, yeah, it was good. Um, so I guess he's saying that out of everything that you tried, you found Glenn's Youth U program to be the most beneficial. Yes, definitely, and it was it was that initial uh, contact with Glenn. Um, it was his realness and his rawness in the in the the talk that we first had, mm. um, and it, it instantly sparked a thought in my mind that hey, this guy knows what what I've been through. He knows what it's like. So, I'll I'll, I'll give this a shot. Um, were there any uh, places that you went to for help that weren't helpful? Um, I wouldn't say they they're not helpful, but they they just didn't work for me. Um, it wasn't wasn't the right right kind of therapy for me, mm-hmm. like the the counselling, hypnotherapy, and the and the meetings. They 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 didn't really appeal to me that much. It was more that Glenn could relate to my story. Mm. 
I was just uh, the reason why I ask is uh, when people are often on drugs or they have mental illness, their thoughts are sometimes hindered because of whatever's going on in their heads. Sometimes it might be because of how they feel. Sometimes it might be because of the drugs. Sometimes it might be because of mental illness, whatever the case is. Um, and I suppose when you're in that situation, it's hard to make uh, good decisions. Do you have any uh, guides for us or um, any good indication about how you make good decisions when you're in a situation like that? Um, I think when you're trying to get off it, um, that, that, that's, that, that's a good decision to start with. Um, it's just whatever, whatever path that you choose to to go down to try and to try and quit um, is entirely up to you, and, and it's just got it's got to work for you. Mm. So it can be, I guess, a personal thing. You're saying that um, some things might work for one person, but not necessarily for everybody, and then another thing yeah. might work for another person. That's exactly right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And do you have any uh, thoughts, Glenn? Um. Yeah, just um, I, I guess be be open to it, you know. Um, you know, sometimes I have you know people that, you know, they say nothing works, but you know I think you you have to be open to to these different services because people have overcome their addiction through these services, mm. you know, whether that be counselling or the the meetings or, you know, rehab centres or, or or whatever it is. But definitely be open, um, to to different services as well. Um, you know, I I've I've had people that come in, you know when they have that meeting with me and I tell them if, if they do not sign up with me, at least go get help off someone else because you need to change your life and you can't keep living like this or else, you know, it's it's going to lead to a very bad, destructive path. Um, but, yeah. Um, for people who have a friend or a relative or, um, a, you know, a close family member who is suffering from uh, drug addiction or um, any sort of, I suppose, yeah, let's say drug related yep. issue, uh, what advice would you give them as to how to help them manage it? Um, just, just, just pull them up. I think sometimes we're, we're scared, you know, people are scared to approach, approach people, you know, loved ones, people who care about, uh, about the situation. You know, my honest opinion is just be upfront and just lay it out on the table and tell them the realness of it. You know, I tell these guys when they come in, like, if you keep doing this, imagine you think your life is messed up now. Imagine next year or the year after or the year after that, if you keep living down this path, like, how worse it's going to be. You know, like, in Majority, you know, he broke an eight-year cycle. You know, if that turned to 10 or 12, who even knows that he'd even be alive here? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's about making that decision right now um, because, you know, you, you like you, you have to. It's your life. Mm. So I, there were... When like I can I imagine if I put myself in that situation, yeah, uh, and I was someone, I would worry about like the tough love approach. Yeah, would you say don't worry about that or just go ahead and, and say it? Um, yeah, I would. I would. Ev- everyone's different, you know. I go off my intuition as well. Um, you, I guess, you get a vibe of you know how these people react or how a different person will react to it. But if you think about it, if it was your brother or your sister or you know whoever it was. You know, you you you're not going to tiptoe like you, you you will let them know how you feel. Mm. Um, yeah. And I guess would you say it depends as well on the the level of relationship they have with a person. So if you do know someone fairly well, that it's more accessible to pull them up and say, "Look, I'm just concerned about you at the moment um, with this issue." Would you say there's different approaches as opposed to someone you don't know well? Um, yeah, yeah, there is different approaches. You know, talk, don't talk um, 
at them, talk, you know, talk, talk with them, you yep. know. Um, you know, I tell parents as well, you know, you, you need to step, step out of that, you being the mother or the father, and don't, you know, oh, you're doing this, this is wrong. You know, people on drugs know it's wrong, and, and we know because, you know, we, we feel it every day. Um, you know, talk, as I tell them all the time, talk as if it was your best friend, you know, add that connection, add that love and, and, and care about them. Don't tell them off because we already know we're in the wrong. Would you say that the reason why you said is to show that you're thinking about them and to try and express empathy? Yeah, definitely. Um, because, you know, even sometimes the way we react, if we hear our parents screaming at us, we're already going to get defensive and, but, but, yeah, yeah. you know, what am I in trouble for now? Yeah. Um, whereas if they come at from a different angle of concern and care, then you're, then you're sort of paying attention now. So I guess with that, um, it's important to not um, lecture them, but just, as you're saying, Glenn, uh, talk with them and just let them know that you're, you're genuinely concerned with them, yeah. for them, um, and that you know you care about their well-being and you want to help them. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, talking them, talking to them on on the same level. You know, not not putting. You know, if these guys come in, I don't talk for. I, I don't stand up and they're below me, and I'm like, mm. this is wrong. This like, mm. I don't even start. They already know it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, I don't. I never had to say that to him. He already knows. That, you know, Jared knew it was wrong, and mm. and he knew already already knew what it was doing to his family. I just told him where it's going to lead to if he doesn't change his life. Mm. Um, you know, because he's living that. He's living that rawness. Um, so yeah. Um, so we're just going to uh, cut to a song break now. So the next song is "Brave" by Cerberellis, and when we come back, we'll keep having a chat to Jared and Glenn. All right, and welcome back to Sin 90.7. You're listening to Youth and Loud with Peter and John, and we're joined tonight by Jared and Glenn Munzo, who heads up the Youth U program. We've been very lucky to talk to them both tonight. Um, and also, if you have any, uh, any issues with anyone in your life that you want to talk about, you can always go to Beyond Blue, uh, which is 1300 4636. Uh, if there's uh, if you're a young person, uh, you can always go to the kids helpline on eighteen fifty five oh wait eighteen hundred fifty five eighteen hundred, and there's also Lifeline, which is just for any sort of general inquiry, uh, which is thirteen eleven fourteen. Um, so tonight we've been having a chat with Jared about the freedom he's received after being addicted to ice for eight years, and also talking to Glenn about his work involved with the Youth U program which is a program he heads up to help young people come off drug addiction. Um, And he does mentoring and um, a few other bits and pieces. Um, Now, Glenn, I'm just wondering, I've heard and and, and seen a few times on your your site and Facebook page that at times you've had some parents approach you or give you a call to express their concerns about their kids, um, to say that they've got a son or a daughter who's on drugs and they just don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, what are some of the concerns that parents have expressed to you and what are, what are some of the conversations that you've had? Um, so one one would be, you know, I guess parents parents are lost. They don't know what to do. Um, you know, they've, they might have found drugs. Um, they don't know who to talk to because they feel that all of a sudden it's their parenting that will be judged first. Um, so, you know, a tip for parents or, you know, something that they need to hear is that drugs do not discriminate, you know, I work with people that come from all sorts of different backgrounds and stuff like that. So that, that is definitely something that they need to hear as well, because there's a lot of parents out there that are suffering in silence and they have no one to talk to because of that fear of being judged. Um, you know, fear that people are going to say that 
the, you know, their child is on, you know, addicted or has an addiction due to their parenting. Um, when you know, dr- drugs is definitely something that does not discriminate. So, um, so you're saying that if a parent is concerned about their son or daughter who has a drug addiction issue, they should never feel ashamed to ask for help. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, don't be ashamed um, to ask for help. Um, speak to people. Um, but yeah, um, go out and seek that. You know, seek that advice as well. You know, we we run a parent support group as well. Um, and recovery is something that not just the the person that's on drug goes through. The whole family needs to go through it as well. Um, it's that is that is really important. I was gonna say. Does the parent support group do exactly the same thing as the youth you program? Are they like working out in the gym <laughs> along with you guys? Um, so, actually, some some of the parents do. Like you know, they just they train there anyway. Um, but yeah, the the group is you know just just giving them tools, giving them tips, um, doing weekly Q and A's. Um, again, putting them in an environment community where they can talk to and relate to other parents. Um, without that judgment and also giving them the tools on how to communicate with their child and, and what to do and how, you know, recovery is, you know, is something they need to go through as well. I was going to say, uh, have you seen situations where the parents have also, like, worked out in the gym with uh, their um, children yep. and seen that relationship improve and yeah, seen them become part of another, I suppose, evolve their relationship yeah definitely um because they're you know they're doing things together um they're boxing doing weights you know running around reconnecting it's building up that relationship as well and then when we're also running fundraisers you know the parents jump in and get involved because they love what we're doing and then that builds up the connection because they're doing things together Mm. um and i just think it's it's such a fantastic glenn uh such a fantastic thing glenn that you're doing because you're providing support for young people mm. but you're also providing efficient support for parents and for families yeah um so what you're doing really affects families as a whole yeah yeah de- definitely um you know because you know i know for me for ages as well and there's people on the program you know their their child um might be off drugs you know wherever it's four months five months but the you know the the parents are still actually going through you know anxiety and still mm. having those anxious feelings of what if my child relapses you know what, you know, their, their trust, everything has been broken. So it's about rebuilding that up as well and building up those foundations where they need that healing as well. Mm. Uh, a question for you, Jared. Yep. Um, so now that you've been through all of this, what, what do you have in mind for the future? What's your next thing? Um, well, my next thing, well, in, uh, in June, uh, Glenn set us a task to uh, set a goal. And, uh, and each week we had to break it down into smaller steps and uh by the end of the month we had to reach that goal and uh in, in the first week of june my my uh goal was to start a pt course uh get my certificate three and four in fitness and uh i'm, I'm currently doing that and um that's going really well and i'm really enjoying that but um aside from that i think um i think the youth youth program is something that i want to stay involved in um, throughout the future to, to help um, all the other new young kids come through and um, hopefully connect with them and, and help them stop their addictions. That sounds really cool. Yeah. yeah definitely. So you, you find, you know, a, a lot of these guys, they're, they're big leaders in the group and they want to help and inspire as well. And the more leaders we cre- can create, the better. Um, you know, even when we're doing the coaching, it's you know, it's not just me talking about, oh, I've overcome this. Now we've, we've got leaders in the group as well who have also overcome 
you know the addiction as well and that mm. that helps and really gets the environment up the energy up um, and the possibility of you know of it being more you know mm. possible so you're really um, encouraging people who come through your program to be leaders. So you're not only giving them tools to help them recover, but you're saying, you know, I see something in you. You can be a leader. Definitely. And you can have an influence on other people's life who are also struggling. Yeah, definitely. I teach these guys to always give back, you know, just like what Joe's doing now, you know, giving, you know, telling his story, helping other people because there's people out there that's going to relate to what he's been through and what he's going through now. Mm. And, you know, with his story already, he's already helped and saved people. Um, you know, people have already messaged me. And, you know, and, and this is stuff that he's not even aware of. You know, they've messaged me and they've seen, well, it's possible that, you know, someone broke an eight-year ice addiction. I can definitely do that. Mm. So building up those leaders is, is important and them giving back and sharing their story um, to, to community, to people, especially, you know, with this epidemic that we're going in through as well. It, it's it's inspiring to see, yeah, these guys do that. So, if that's the case, what's the future for the Youth U program? What are your big dreams, Glenn? Um, for me, um, just yeah, create more leaders and you know make it you know bigger. Um, you know, hitting different you know um, states as well. Um, you know, and just yeah, making that bigger like that. So we're currently looking for more funding because we run scholarship programs as well. So again, the funding to extend and you know go out through there, but definitely creating you know leaders to to help and inspire more people. That sounds really cool. Do you reckon you're going to start up your own uh, gym as well as an extension? <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> still, still the name. <laughs> Jared's Jared's YouTube program. <laughs> um, yeah, so it just about wraps it up for tonight. Um, Jerry, just wondering if anybody is listening and they're saying, you know, that sounds like something I'd really like to be involved in. What's the best way for them to reach you? Mate, Glenn? Yeah, as in, yeah. yeah you. Uh, um, so, yeah, um, you can contact me. I've got my website. It's the youthyouprogram.com. Um, I also got a Facebook page, um, which is Youth You Program. Um, yeah, but you can hit me up on that. Um, and yeah, mm. I'm all over that. <laughs> Sweet. We're also going to provide the links for that yep. on the Youth and Loud Facebook page. Yes, we will. Yep. Cool. So if you need to find it through that, you can. Mm. Which is just by searching um, Youth and Loud. Um, or alternatively, you can search um, Glenn Munzo's Youth U program. Yep, that's, that's it. Yep. yep. Beautiful. Um, so it does just about wrap it up for tonight. Um, but before we go, I just would like to encourage you, Glenn, because you're doing an awesome and fantastic job with the Youth U program, um, encouraging people to be leaders, um, giving them the tools and the support they need to recover from drug addictions. Yeah. Um, not only that, you're supporting parents, supporting families. Um, so you're doing an awesome job, man. So mm. be encouraged. Um, keep going. Once again, it's, a, it's an absolute privilege to have you on the show and I'm sure you've been a huge encouragement to listeners. Um, and Jared as well, thank you very much for having, um, for coming on the show tonight. Not a problem. And as Glenn mentioned before, you're being an inspiration and being an encouragement to young listeners who have heard the show tonight um, because they know that they can do it. Um, mm, because you've come yeah, from this eight-year ice addiction, they can hear you and say, well, if, if that guy can do it, then I can do it. And they yeah, can get hope sure. from that. So sure. once again, guys, awesome, awesome. Privilege. Thanks for having us. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Uh, we're going to finish off with one last song. Our last song tonight is chosen specifically by Peter. It is. The pressure's on. Can I please have a drum roll?
All right, and the last song will be Fighter by Jamie Grace. Enjoy. 